Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Nomad Strength Show. I am Ross Hillier, your host, and today we're doing another solo show. It's a Thursday, so we're rocking a short solo show today. Uh, last week, we ended the Ask Me Anything on a real big topic that I only got into a little scratchy the surface mode of at the very end. And so I want to do a big, deeper dive into that today, and that's the topic of goal setting. This is something that really hinders men when it comes to accomplishing the things that they set out to accomplish. And so we're really going to get into, I'm going to teach you exactly the, the process by which I have a lot of my clients and everybody that I work with personally go through this, this process. And so it's an extremely powerful process. So if you've got a notebook handy, get it out, get your pen ready, and we're going to take some notes because this one is going to be some actionable stuff that you're going to be able to take away straight from this episode and, and work on this right now so you can have solid goals, powerful goals, things are going to mean something to you, and then actually have some action plans to build on for that. So before we get into that, if you haven't already done so, please, wherever you're listening to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, all the places, it's everywhere, go and rate, subscribe, and review to the show. It really helps the show be heard and grow by more people, and, and I obviously really appreciate it. It's, it means a lot to know that you guys like the show. Uh, love reading the reviews. It means a lot. So thank you for those of you that have done so. Uh, if you haven't, get on it. It really helps the show out, and uh, that's all I'll say on that. So let's dive in to goal setting. So we ended last week talking about the perfect day exercise. And uh, I didn't get a ton into it, but what we're doing with the perfect day exercise is 
getting our mindset shaped to look at things of far off in the distant future, which is something that's really hard for us to do in general is look more than really, like really if you try to look more than a year ahead in the future, it becomes really difficult for a lot of people to even fathom that amount of time into the future. But what we're doing with this perfect day exercise, which I'll outline again, what you're going to do is I want you to give yourself some time, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, just a pen and paper, don't bring the phone with you. Don't bring anything that's going to distract you. Sit in a place that's not going to be distracting for you and just let the pen flow. What you're going to do is write out in excruciating detail what your perfect day looks like from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. So answer some questions and you can write it in bullet form. You can write it as, you know, like a short story. It really is just however you approach it. It's totally up to you where you wake up, how you wake up, what does your home look like? Who are you with? Is it, uh, do you have, you know, how far in the future is this? So do you have kids that you don't have currently? Uh, you know, what are you having for breakfast? I want you to like think of the absolute perfect day that you can imagine in your life. What are you doing that whole day? Are you, tr- are you working out that day? And maybe it's a work day. Maybe you just love your job and it's a, and it's a day you're going to get to go to work. Uh, maybe it's a weekend, maybe it's a va- vacation or something like that. But I want you to just really focus on getting in as much detail as possible and just, and don't stop writing until you're done. Don't think that you have to get to a point where, you know, like, okay, this is good. Just keep writing. You'll begin in the process of writing. You'll just begin to dump things out of your brain onto the page, which is kind of the idea. So this gets us into the mindset of thinking long term, because this is likely going to be a situation that is years into the future than where we are right now. Maybe you don't have any of these things that you're looking to aspire to in your perfect day. Maybe you've got some of these things. Maybe you're actually really close, but you're still, you know, a year or two out from making a lot of these things happen. That's all fine. Everybody's in a different spot. So really go into big detail and and small detail, actually. Uh, Be very specific about as much as you can, because it's really going to help when you do some of these backwards goal settings that we're going to move on from there. So in this regard, now we're going to start the process of working on some actual goals. So I like to do these in three different sections. If you're under the age of 30, okay, you're going to do your longest term goal is going to be five years. You're going to do five-year goals, three-year goals, one-year goals. If you're over the age of 30, instead of five years, you're going to do 10 years. Okay, so we're going to start even longer term decade. We're thinking decades now, right? And I've said before on the podcast, one of my favorite quotes that uh, I ever heard from one of my old business coaches, who he got it. I can't remember who he got it from. Peter Drucker, I want to say. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, the most successful people think in terms of decades, not years which is very hard for us to grasp, which is kind of the whole point we're doing this exercise. So what we're going to do is write out, and and the way I like to do it is I have categories for my goals. So I have health goals, I have financial goals, I have goals for my businesses, and I have goals, you know, family slash relationships. You know, those are kind of like my main categories, I guess you you could say. So the way that you're going to write this out is you're going to follow this template. The template is going to say, my goal is blank, whatever your goal is, you fill it in there. And then after that, you're going to say, because blank. And that because is very important. It's actually going to give us the the juice to turn this thing into a goal that's actually meaningful to you. Far too many men don't have strong whys or strong because 
statements to go with their goals. And so they're often just surfacey level goals, or in, in many cases, they're actually someone else's goals that are put on them you know, parents' goals that are put on them to accomplish certain things that it's not really what you want to do, right? Or uh, maybe it's a coworker or boss or your spouse even. So there's a strong reason why we do this because statement. So again, you're going to write, my goal is blank. Could be lose 25 pounds. uh, And yeah, we'll just go with that. Let's just like lose 25 pounds. We're going to fix a lot of this over the course of this episode. So lose 25 pounds because think of a strong because the the way that I have people think of a because it it's really individual, obviously. However, if that because doesn't get you kind of fired up or or is difficult to think of, chances are the goal that you have doesn't actually mean that much to you and we should just scrap it. So in this example, if I'm saying my goal is to lose 25 pounds, but I can't think of a good why or a good because, chances are I'm just picking some arbitrary number. That 25 pounds doesn't mean that much to me. I could be focusing on some things that are going to give me a lot more drive. And so I'm actually going to shift my goal to something else. However, If you have a strong because to go along with that goal of the example of say lose 25 pounds. So, and you know, I'm just going to give some answers that have come across and the guys that I work with, you know, uh, I want to lose 25 pounds because I want to have the energy to play with my son at night when I get home from work. Okay. That is a pretty strong because, right? Like that makes you really focused and gives you a clear picture of why this goal is important. And it gives you some some desire to go after it. A lot of times when we say, especially with weight loss goals, you know, it's it's 10 pounds, it's 20 pounds, like, okay, so, and there's not a strong why behind it. So that's the first step. My goal is blank because blank. So if we go with this exercise that we just did, my goal is to lose 25 pounds because I want to be able to play with my son for a couple hours when I get home from work. The next step after this that we're going to do is to add a by date. So this is going to fall under which which timeline you're working on, whether it's, you know, if you're under 30, it's five years or three years or one year. If you're over 30, it's 10 years or three years or one year. So we're going to have goals in all the categories for all these different times. It's going to be very organized, which is kind of the whole point. So that way we're very specific in what we're doing and we can build specific roadmaps and action plans to get there. So let's say this is a one-year goal. Okay, so 25 pounds in one year. So on the date of this recording is March uh, 16th is the date of this recording. So for this example, my goal is to lose 25 pounds because I want to stay or I want to play with my son when I get home from work or I want to be able to play with my son when I get home from work. What we're going to do is we're going to add a by date. And what I mean by that is we're at the very front part of this sentence. We're going to say by, and this is a one-year goal. So we're going to say by March 16th, 2022, because that's a year from today, my goal is to lose 25 pounds because I want to be able to play with my son for a couple hours when I get home from work. Okay. So now we have that statement written out. Now you can see that even just writing that might give you some, a little juice or a little kind of feeling in your gut because now you've attached a deadline. And the reason, some psychological reasoning here, the reason that we use the word by rather than the word on So instead of saying on March 16th, 2022, 
we say by March 16th, 2022, is that psychologically that actually tells you in your head that you have the ability to accomplish this far before March 16th of 2022. If we say on this date, it's human nature, you know, unless you've really worked at disciplining yourself, it's human nature that you're going to put that off until that moment because you said, all I got to do is make sure it's done on this day. So you're going to wait until it's that day to do it or the day before, before, or, you know, the month before, before you start taking it seriously, right? But if we say by this date, you're telling yourself by March 16th, I've, I've got this accomplished already. So that now you're like, I've got all this next year to really work on this so I can really focus on this. I'm going to start putting in the work now. So it's a little psychological trick to write that down. So when you're writing this out, and I encourage you to rewrite this statement every time we make these adjustments to it. Okay, so right now we're, we've attached the buy date. So by March 16th, 2022, I want to lose, or my goal is to lose 25 pounds because I want to be able to play with my son for a couple hours when I get home from work and you know not be tired or whatever. You can word that and whatever your goal is, we're just using this example for right now. So that's the goal. So in the next step, we're refining some of the language to make it a little more succinct and make it a little more simplistic and make it a little more powerful because if it's really wordy, it's really hard to kind of get into a flow of this is something that is meaningful and it's, and it's powerful, right? So uh, if we're looking at this example, by March 16th, 2022, my goal is to lose 25 pounds. That in itself is pretty specific, okay? So for this example, there's not much we need to actually do with that statement to make it more specific. Lose 25 pounds is pretty specific, Uh, the next statement, because I want to lose or because I want to play with my son for a couple hours, uh, after work also pretty specific. So I actually kind of picked a bad example here because I've done this so many times that in my head, I can actually (laughs) work this out to make it simple before I have to practice refining it. So, uh, one thing, here's what we'll do. And I'm doing this out in my head right now. So bear with me because I, I kind of messed up and made it a little bit easier than what I was initially thinking. Most times in the because statement specifically, I'll get statements back that'll say, you know, my goal is to lose 25 pounds because I don't want to end up out of shape or overweight or I don't want to do this kind of stuff. But you notice that word don't want to. And in our head, it's the, it's the classic example of what you hear when people say, don't look down, right? What is obviously, what does everyone do? They look down immediately. And there's a psychological reasoning behind that. In our brain, in our mind, as we're imagining things, it's very difficult for us to separate don't from the image of the action. So in, what I mean by that, is if I say I don't want to end up overweight, in your head you're thinking of the image of you ending up overweight. The word don't doesn't appear in that image, right? You're just thinking don't end up overweight, but in your head you're imagining what ending up overweight looks like. In in enough time of you consciously thinking of that and putting that into your mind's eye and, and always having that image, you're going to eventually begin to live that out, which is the opposite of the goal that you set for yourself right? So what we want to do is we want to take out that don't phrase, or I don't want to. And we want to ask ourselves, well, what is it that you do want? Okay. How do you want to uh, look or how do you want to feel? How, what, what do you want to accomplish rather than what are we trying to move away from? Give yourself some positive action to work towards instead of running away from something. 
Okay. So when we're working on this uh, process, so let's just say I use that example instead of the one that we're ultimately going to use because I kind of botched it and jumped ahead. If the goal statement said by March 16, 2022, my goal is to lose 25 pounds because I don't want to end up out of shape and overweight and I won't be able to play with my kids, right? There's a lot of don'ts and won'ts and all that kind of stuff in there. So we're just going to scrap those all together and ask ourselves, what do we want? And then, you know, through some digging and through some writing things out and, uh, you know, sketching out some statements, you're going to come across, you know, something along those lines. If you're this person, that's this goal, you're going to come across the statements like, I really just want to be able to play with my kids more and hang out with them and, and have good energy. And you can tell even when saying those things, the type of energy that comes off of you when you say the things that you want to do and want to accomplish rather than the things that you're afraid of right? It's a much happier tone. You're more willing to work towards them. So that's the concept that we're trying to bring into this process. So by March 16th, 2022, my goal is to lose 25 pounds. And now we're going to use the one that we originally used because I want to have the energy to spend time with my kids or play with my kids and and not get tired. Or actually, we don't even say not get tired because that's going to be another another negative negation type term. We're going to work away from that. So I want to be able to play with my kids uh, because I enjoy spending time with them, right? Or, you know, something along those lines where it's something that you're trying to work towards rather than something that you're working away from. That's going to make it a lot more powerful and a lot more intrinsically motivational for you and to want to go after them on your own. So by and large, this is the process. You'll get better at it the more you refine, the more you write these out. And I encourage you to actually write them with physical pen or pencil and paper, there's a bigger connection to writing it on paper than there is to typing it in a Word doc. There just is. So I encourage you, if you don't have a notebook or a journal or whatever it is, I mean, get a yellow legal pad, get a piece of scrap printer paper, whatever, and write them out on paper, okay? And go through this process. Start with the my goal is. Next step, my goal is blank because blank. That's step two. Step three, Add the date. So whatever that timeline is, whatever uh, goal you're working with, whatever category it is, maybe it's a financial goal. Maybe you're talking about, uh, I want to be debt-free in three years, right? Uh, So maybe your your goal is by March 16th, 2024, uh, I am am debt-free because, and then, you know, it's this whole process. So step three is the by date. And then step four through infinity is just going to be the process of refining it making that language that you're using specific. And then from there, we can get into the process of creating habits that are going to work towards that. So I like to do, and this is kind of the last thing that we'll touch on in this episode as far as the habits. I could do six more episodes and likely will over the epi- over the course of this show uh, talking more about habit building specifically. But the way that I operate, I'm not saying this is how you have to, have to do it. The way that I operate in terms of my habits and my actions towards working towards certain goals is I really, I operate better when I work in 90 day blocks. So it's just what I found that works better for me with work, with training, with that kind of stuff. I tend to work in 90 day blocks. So within that, I'll pick anywhere from one to three habits that I'm looking to add into my life that are going to move me toward my goals, right? So if my goal is My goal is a health goal. And I know that the only time that I'm going to be able to take this seriously is if I get up and train in the morning. Okay, well, my habit is going to be 
set the alarm in the morning and get up when the alarm goes off, right? It doesn't have to be some magic, you know, big, huge thing that we're uh, like looking for this magic formula of all this kind of stuff. It's really just the simplest things that are going to give you the highest leverage return. And you're only going to pick one to three of these. The reason is because any more than that, we're going to end up taking too much on our plate at once. And you're going to falter on all of them, get discouraged, and then bail two weeks in. It's classic. It happens every time. But if you can focus on that plus one mentality, right? I have one to three things. If I can just check these couple of things off in the day, I've made my positive contributions. And then we do that for a couple of weeks. Maybe it's time we add one more in. Once one of them becomes so habitual, it's a part of our system right? So you can see that this all just compounds. And this is the process of making this long term, rather than just looking at these as six week, eight week things, and then we disappear for 10 months out of the year. You focus on how can I incrementally increase myself 1% or one degree or that plus one every day. And then it compounds. Over time, it's, it's just like compound interest. The more you put into it, the more consistently, it's going to exponentially return your investment of time, your investment of energy, all of this kind of stuff. So think of the habits that are going to be the highest leverage for you over the course of the next 90 days to move you towards the goals that you've set out and however many you've written. And it really doesn't matter how many you've written. You could have 10 goals in each category. It doesn't really matter. If they're your goals, the ones that's important to you. But this is the process that I teach. And the habit part of it is what is actually going to be the action steps that get you to it. So break it down and say, what am I looking at the next 12 weeks or the next 90 days? And how can I, what can I do to make myself closer to this goal by the end of that time period. The end of 90 days, I reevaluate. If I need to keep doing some of those same things, I keep doing them. Maybe I sub one out for another if I'm working on a new project uh, or whatever it is, or I'm changing up my training for the next 90-day block. Uh, But that's the way that I have found through coaching and through my own practice to be the most effective and the most sustainable. So feel free to tinker with this however much you want. Feel free to message me and ask if, uh, if you have any questions about how to refine the statements or how to come up with goals, right? I mean, like this is a thing that is really driving and important for men to have goals to work towards. If we just kind of hobble through life and just kind of float through and just picking things up as we go, there's no direction. There's no roadmap for our success. And ultimately, we're going to be floating forever, right? We need to have structure. And whether or not that's the type of thing where you need to map out every minute of your day, it may be if you're that type of person, it doesn't necessarily have to be, but you got to have some direction with what you're working towards and know what you're working towards. I gave the example of the roadmap a handful episodes back. If you don't have a destination that you're working towards, how are you going to ever follow up or how, are, how is Google Maps ever going to give you a path to get there if it doesn't know where you're trying to go? Okay, so this is the process. Tinker with it. Have fun with it. Write it all out. Send me pictures of your, of your goals, of your journals, of your pages. Let me see what you guys are all working on. And uh, that will be it for this episode. We're going to do another interview coming up on Monday. We've got, I believe, The Grounded Athlete coming up on Monday, which is going to be a great one. So check that one out. And then next Thursday, we're going to have another solo show. And now we're rolling right into the our normal bi-weekly schedule of releases. So we are rolling with this thing. Have a good rest of your day, a good weekend. And I will see you guys on Monday.